Hey guys, I'm so glad you stopped by. This is the 490 Podcast. Hey guys, I'm recording from Brownsville, Georgia today, outside of Academy Sports. Well, I've got a couple cousins in there doing a little bit of shopping. Thought it was a good time to come on here and maybe share a camp story with you. I do have another camp story. I probably have plenty of them. Honestly, though, when you need to remember something, it's, it seems near impossible. It's like walking. You ever worked at a place and there's this one door that every time you walk through that door, it seems like you forgot everything that you needed before you came in? It seems that way when I worked in the restaurant business. You'd walk around that corner in the back and on a mission to grab something, and by the time you got to that corner and walked around it, you had forgotten what you were walking for. Is this a condition? Does this have a name? If it does, I am totally not aware of it. It's 49 degrees outside, y'all. This weather can't make up its mind. Here for the past few days, it's been pretty cool, I guess, but if you live in Georgia, you know exactly what I mean. So today I was thinking about a camp story, and this one happened in probably, I want to say the year was 2005. I'm going to be real honest with you guys, and these camp stories, most of these things run together. So I don't remember what camps half the time they were at. I just have memories of them, and then sometimes I'll talk to a friend. They'll remind me of a story. Um, Yeah. But today, there was a specific story I was thinking about. Um, And let me preface this by saying that I met a lot of men and women that I just admire uh, very much. Um, They're, you know, heroes to me. And I appreciate their walks with God, their testimonies. I just appreciate who a lot of these people are and, and... I'm not going to sit here and try to name everyone because I would obviously miss some people. But in particular, there was one person. His name is Brad Fain. And he's from um, Atlanta West. Uh, many years he was the youth leader there. And uh, he started coming to camp around the time. He was already at camp, I guess. But I remember when he took over as youth leader after Brother Shea Mann from Atlanta West. And the first time I ever met Brad Fane, I was just endeared to him and, and, and drawn to him and thought he was just this tremendous guy. And the more I got to know him, the more I realized like this guy's the real deal. He's a true Christian. He's, he's the nicest person. He's kind to people. He's caring. He's good to his kids. Um, all these things that you think about when you, when you think about Brad Fane, he's just a tremendous tremendous guy and I've always had the utmost respect for him and looked up to him he has always been a positive person in my life somebody that I always see in the most positive of lights so I appreciate him and one one year at camp they decided we were going to do these um, back in the or down in the ditch there was a point in time pre-zip line uh, I'm almost certain this was pre-zip line but we had some little fires going, little campfires going down in these little, in this little, in this big ditch. 
we have these campfires going. Everybody's, you know, some people were around one fire, some people were around another fire. I want to say there were like five, six, maybe even ten campfires that were out. Probably not that many. I'm probably exaggerating, remembering things that weren't even there. But I remember standing around one of these campfires and I was having a conversation with Brad Fane. And I don't remember what we were talking about. I can't tell you that. I don't remember it. But I know him and I were having a conversation. Him and I. Sounds like Gemini. Aquimini. Man, I could have been a rapper, guys. Wow. Wow. That's my calling. <laughs> so Brad's standing there and we're having a conversation. Brother Brad. We're having a conversation. And lo and behold, he had a, a young person in his youth for a bit. Man, just the worst kind of person. The worst kind of person. And when I say he's the worst kind of person, I'm joking. Because honestly, he's one of my best friends. And he's the best kind of person. But this guy's name is Patrick Boyd. And if you know Patrick Boyd when he was a teenager, he was nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. That's why I hung out with him so much. Just kidding. Patrick wasn't a lot of trouble. He was just a cool guy. Patrick and I always got along. We still get along to this day. We still talk to this day. He's, he's, a, he's a lifelong friend. But Patrick and I like to fight each other at camp. Not really fight. We just like to abuse each other. And it was only something that he could do to me or I could do to him. And we would get away with it. Well, here I am chatting away with Brad Fane. And all of a sudden, this joker... Patrick Boyd goes, and, and I believe we were roasting like marshmallows, hot dogs probably down at these fires. Well, there were these sticks that were essentially switches. And Patrick Boyd went and grabbed a few of them. And as I'm talking to Brad Fane, he comes up behind me. And as hard as this guy can swing, which isn't that hard, it only made me cry a little, he swung these switches at the tender of my thigh the back of my thigh the part that only the couch touches that's where he hit me the hit was swift and it was so painful that it dropped me to my knees I remember grabbing the back of my thighs with my hands and wincing in pain And I remember looking up and Brother Brad basically gave me permission to attack. And he said that he didn't see anything. That he would not be a witness to what was about to befall Patrick Boyd. That was Patrick Boyd's last year at Camp God Rest His Soul. It was tough, but the lesson had to be taught. You don't hit me on the back of my thighs now. That hurts now. It stung. I had red spots, y'all. Probably had a welt marker three. But I remember rising up from that, and I was never the same. Life-changing moment at camp. Never again did I trust Patrick Boyd that much. Never again. What a silly little goose to come and slap me on the back of my legs with some switches. I did get revenge, but I don't remember what I did. 
there were so many times that Patrick was the center of my angst and he was the product of my prank. I'm just kidding. I didn't do a lot of pranks. Yeah. I bet you were trying to think of what prank I would have done. Haha. <laughs> well, jokes on you because I didn't do any prank. I just wanted to come in here and leave you with that story, guys. I feel everybody needs a good camp story. God bless you. Take care. Thank you.